I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. Some American chefs have been in Cuba this past week, cooking alongside some budding Cuban restaurateurs. The trip was inspired by the growing number of private eateries in Cuba. That's the result of the Cuban government's recent opening to allow more private businesses. One of the Americans taking part is Sarah Jenkins. She explains how the exchange came together. The Havana Biennale was coming up, and there was a gallery, a Cuban art dealer here in New York who was interested in sort of sponsoring it, putting it up as his presentation. And so that's how it came together. He started traveling down there, and we started trying to figure out how we would do it and how it would happen. And amazingly enough, it did happen. So it's a sort of uh, kitchen diplomacy. Kitchen diplomacy, exactly. One of the the things that is changing in Cuba is the creation of these private restaurants, right? These these small little eateries uh, yeah. called paladars. Some of them have gotten pretty elaborate. We went into some very elegant homes, some of which even have bars in a room in them. One of the women I was with said, well, this isn't a paladar. This isn't somebody. And I said, well, it is technically. It's not a government-run restaurant. But they're pretty They're pretty exciting. And, and what did you learn there about Cuban food? I mean, Cuban food here is quite spectacular, and certainly uh, everyone loves their mojitos. Um, well, there are plenty of mojitos in Havana. Uh, the food ranges from god-awful to intriguing and interesting. And, you know, most of... The good food that you eat is in the Paladars. Everything else is sort of government-run and government-sourced, and I think it's probably much like I imagine Moscow was in 1981. When you were down there, did you get the impression that there was a Cuban cuisine of the past that is being reinvented, or are these Paladars creating a new Cuban cuisine? I think the Paladars are creating a new Cuban cuisine. I was only able to eat at three of them. And none of them, I mean, I believe there are ones that are doing sort of traditional Cuban cuisine. And obviously, there was a lot of elements to Cuban cuisine there, but they weren't necessarily being tied to it at all. You brought a lot of food down. You and your chefs brought a lot of food down that that people in Cuba had never seen, heard of, tasted before. And, And I guess the reverse was true, right? You got to experience some, especially vegetables, right, that you'd never seen before. Yeah, it was very exciting. We found a farm about 15 minutes outside of Havana, which is a it's a group of farmers, a cooperative, I suppose. And they were growing some pretty fabulous produce. There were things there I got very excited about. They had a mango tree with green mangoes on it. So I immediately decided, even though I'm an Italian chef, I wanted to make Asian-style green mango salad. And they had a plant there a tree that put out a leafy green that was called morimba or moringa. And everybody was at the farm was terribly excited about it. It's got very, very high nutritional value, and it's originally indigenous to Africa. In fact, one of the chefs we came down with, Pierre Thiam from Senegal, immediately knew what it was. And that was terrifically exciting. Is there a recipe that you learned down in Cuba that you'd want to share that you might make in, in one of your restaurants? We did one night, we did a sort of uh, test run, and we got two small suckling pigs. So it was sort of like, let's cut these pigs up and get them in the oven slow roasting. And we just threw them in on a bed of rosemary and garlic and sprinkled salt over them and slow roasted them for about eight hours. And that was that was pretty awesome. New York chef and restaurateur Sarah Jenkins runs Porchetta and Porcena in New York City. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Thank you.
We have Sarah Jenkins' original Italian recipe for slow-roasted pork at theworld.org.